0: Hello and you're very welcome to this week's On Track with Talking Dogs. My name is Rory Burke. My guest this week has been involved with greyhounds as long as he can remember. He's worked with Fraser Black and recently he began working with the media and he has set up his own greyhound racing website. I'm delighted to be joined this week by Dylan Brennan. Well Dylan, uh, thanks for joining us on this week's podcast. Thanks for having me Rory. You're very, very welcome. Uh, to be fair, you're involved with dogs as long as you can remember.
1: Yeah. Um, uh, my granddad always had dogs. Um, when I was smaller, I I'd spent weekend school holidays at, at my granddad's. Um, so that's how it came about. And he had, um, across the road there in, in where he lived in her was um, another man who trained greyhounds, Pat Kelly. So once um, I was old enough to, to be able to handle myself with him, I, I got a job with Pat doing um, weekends and you know again school holidays basically anytime I wasn't in school I was I was with the greyhound. so um, yeah fr- from then I just I was hooked early on so I wasn't and and, and and having looked back really.
0: And your time with Pat Kelly as you said there you have some wonderful memories no doubt.
1: Ah yeah no Pat Pat was very good to me um, Pat and Breed and and the whole family there were very good they were, they were they were good friends of of my grandparents and you know Pat like like I say Grandad always only really had probably maybe two three dogs um out in the kennels as where well. Pat probably trained up to 12 or 14 he had his licence and all um so it was great you know I you know we were in Newbridge most nights there at the time it would have been Friday and Saturday so we were racing plenty during the week and few nice dogs along the way as well and it was a good starting point for me do you know it, it, was, it was it was a great starting point and I learned as, as I went along really
0: and from there then you you moved on and you ended up in with Fraser Black that was unbelievable
1: yeah that was um I I finished with Pat I, I can't remember when I finished with Pat but um I remember a friend of mine Eric Thorpe rang me one day um I think at the time Eric was using Fraser's Gallop um and he rang me up and he said, I, I was looking, I was obviously looking, I was after leaving Pat's, I was looking for something. And he rang me up and he said that he was talking to Fraser and Fraser would have something for me and to give him a ring. And I couldn't believe it because at the time, like, you know, even now, like Fraser a big name in the sport. and um, It actually worked out well because my granddad, when he moved out of um, where they were living, in Rattang first across from Pat, they actually moved down and built a house across the road from Fraser. So, um, yeah, I got the job with Fraser. That was unbelievable. Like, I, I went from working with Pat, who, who, like I said, had 12 or 14 dogs maybe at a time. I remember the first day I walked into Fraser, like, he had four or five different blocks of kennels, and I'd say there was 30-plus dogs there, and, you know, open-class racers and that was unbelievable I, I too spelled the Fraser actually I finished with Fraser for a while um, again I actually can't remember what but I ended up going back to Fraser then up to a few years ago but yeah again unbelievable and, and, and very lucky that um, you know he's a gentleman you know he's you wouldn't meet nicer and, and Paula there and Kenny and the whole family, really, you know, great people to to be around and, and great people to work for, and you know, Joyce there as well, who's who's manager in Newbridge now, which would be my local track at the minute. So, yeah, that that was an unbelievable experience. Now,
0: and that experience, as you mentioned, that you um obtained there, incredible, really.
1: Yeah, it was, and and like I say, with in in terms of the caliber of dogs as well, like um, we did like with a few good dogs there with Pat. To be fair, but Pat would have had um. You know, as where, when I went to Fraser, like, Fraser was, you know, in derby finals, and I think he'd won a Scottish derby, and, you know, he he had big, race success. As where Pat was maybe a, a smaller-type t- trainer, um, but to be fair, he had a very good bitch there a few years ago, and Alex Androva, who finished second in the Hawks, desperately unlucky not to win it. Um, and Income Freight was second in the Cox Cup. But, like, when I moved to Fraser there, you had the calibre of dogs of... Um, you know, Forrest Master, who he was a brilliant dog. Mermaid uh, Fantasy, I think she won a Cork Oaks, and she was second or third in a in a sport and press. Um, you know, dogs like Must Be Keen or their Westmead Grant, who who won a Puppy Derby or won a Texas Club Puppy Derby, and went on to be beating the short head in the Puppy Derby itself in Harold Cross at time. Like really good calibre of dogs, and you know, it was different for me to to go from. You know, having a, a now and again having a and the odd nice dog in pack, You know, mainly graders at the time, but but decent graders to to you know open class dogs everywhere you looked almost in Fraser's. It was it was unbelievable for us.
0: And for a young fella walking dogs out on race nights, must have been unbelievable.
1: Yeah, I I always enjoyed it. I, to be fair, I was very lucky. Like, like I said, Stennewell would be my local track, so you know I would have started walking them out for path, but. At the time then as well, you would have had the likes of Eugene Price, Peter Comerford, um, the Rams bottoms there at, at times as well, who, who would always maybe look, uh, look for a hand leading out dogs. So you get, you know, you get roped into doing that. And again, a great experience. But like I say, it was, I don't know, it was a different feeling when you were parading dogs there for Fraser, especially the good dogs. It's, it's I enjoy parading any dog, you know, and whether it be a, an open class race or a, an A6 or an A7, you know, you got a great kick out of winning. But yeah, I, I was very lucky. I, I actually played at the winner of the Texaco for Fraser, Westmead Grant. Um, that was just the feeling I had that night now. That was incredible. Um, he had two in the final, two comrades, Westmead Grant and Westmead Bond. Westmead Bond actually got in as a reserve in the final, he got knocked out in the semi final. But funny enough, he was only two spots off the track record, I think, in the second round. But I'd prayed to him the whole way through the through the stake, and we would five or six runners that night, um, the final. And I remember going in, and Fraser said, "Which one do you want to pray in the final?" And even that alone, just having the option, you know, to have the pick, you know, is almost like a. It was almost like being a jockey going into a, a big Group One race and having to having the pick of, of of two two good two good horses and. Um, I picked Grant anyway. He was a, he was a smashing dog, lovely blue dog, lovely temperament. Um, so I picked him, and, and and he ended up winning it. And like I say, it was brilliant. And there was we three winners that night. Actually, he won he won the final, and we won the race before that and the race after. And you know, I think Bob Morton and that who who it him, and you know, he had the like the Westmead talking that he was there as well. And it, it was mighty stuff. So it was.
0: Some wonderful memories. And during your time with Fraser, did you keep a few dogs yourself?
1: Yeah, I, I've always kept a few. Um, you know, we'd, I I'd keep them in my Where I am at the minute, I, I wouldn't have much space myself, but but I'd be over in grandads as, as much as I can anyway. Um, we always kept a few. Never spent big money or anything, you know. It was literally just something to keep us ticking over, Um you know, graders. But, but we were lucky, to be fair, like, for, you know, we never had an open class or anything special, but, you know, we were lucky enough that we had a couple of nice good graders. Um Like, I bought a dog there, um, my father actually um, bought, I got him to buy a dog off uh, off a friend of ours a few years ago, Darky Finn, and he, he was a right good dog. I think we only paid 300 or 350 for him, and he ended up winning seven races. he 1767 or something around Newbridge and, and 29 seconds and you know he was as genuine as to come you know he gave us plenty of good nights and you know you know that was it we we wouldn't be ones for going out there and spending you know that that was pretty much our limit you know maybe four or five hundred and but you wouldn't just go off and buy anything either you know you'd 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 have a good look at them and and be buying something that you think you could maybe improve down the line or you know that. That you think to be improvement in terms of being young dogs or whatever. And um, so we had a few with them. We had another little dog there, Nomadic Titan. I think he won three or four races. He was only A4, but again, genuine. And we we reared a dog there, um, we reared him up to race there, and um, Blue Air Rouge was his name. Um, he won four out of the six races for us. He was only a sprinter, but he 1770 on his card. And it was unfortunate he had a bad owl, his wrists weren't great, and that's why he finished. Um, racing early like if again you know if, if he was sound you would have had, he probably would have been actually an open cast sprinter and time you know he would six races he won four he was third twice and you know we were lucky enough to be fair he got rehomed in the end he went off into pet. he was a lovely old dog and you know we still have a few there now and we always will you know no, no matter what we're doing we'll always have one or two there and, and and you know it just keeps us ticking over and keeps us interested ourselves you know
0: and you say you race mainly at Newbridge a wonderful track real good doggy people there and understanding managers crucially important as well
1: yeah it, it's brilliant Rory it's um you know there might be a bit of biasness in me but I think it's one of the best tracks in the country you know it's it really is facility wise and everything it's it's an unbelievable track it's you know I was only saying there to someone I, I was there last last Friday night and um I was only saying to someone that it's an awful pity that we don't have, you know, there's the Newber the, the jokes there and, and and the Puppy Derby, I think, at the minute, but it's an awful pity there wasn't a bigger stake involved with the track, because it's a track that deserves it, you know, and even an extra night's racing there wouldn't go astray, it's, it's, it's a brilliant track, you know, brilliant people, you know, like you said, brilliant doggy people, like it's, you know, it, it's between, you know, you've got locals there in Newbridge and then you've got Ratangan as well who has plenty of dog trainers the likes of Fraser, you know, Eugene Price um, you know, Rob Gleeson is there as well Reggie Roberts, they're all, you know, there's it's in a good area but but it's a brilliant track and, and everyone knows everyone there and, you know, there's always a great atmosphere there, mm-hmm. whether it be, whether you have a big crowd or a small crowd you know, there's always a good atmosphere there between everyone and, and, and it is it is, it's a super track so it is
0: and it's great as well that they cater for all type of graders.
1: Yeah, no, that's it. Um, like I've been the last couple of weeks there. I've been over every Friday night. I'm actually doing a write up for the for a local paper here, the National Nationalist, doing a report on the dogs of Friday night over there, and no, really good. Like you know, every Friday night there you have, that and from an A one up to up to an A seven or, or or whatever, and and um, on race dogs as well. So you know, there's a really good spread. You know, like. You have sprints, you have 5-2-5s, you have a few 550s there as well, and you know, really good spread. And you know, like I say, it'd just be nice if you could get another big stake there, Um, you know, it'd be brilliant because, um, you know, the big nights over there like you go to the final of an Newbridge Jokes or the final of a Puppy Derby, and you know, there's a great atmosphere, and it's a great track, and you know, it's very lucky it's been a lucky track for me and I'm very lucky to have it there. It's only about, uh, from where I am now, it's only about 25 minutes, half hour drive and, you know, from where my granddad is as well, like I said, that's where we have the dogs. It's, it's only 10, 10, 15 minutes out the road, like, so, we're very lucky to have it on our doorstep, so, yeah.
0: We mentioned your experience with uh, Pat Kelly, also with Fraser Black, some wonderful memories, but, a lot changed for you then, Dylan, in
1: 2018? Yeah, I uh, took a little bit of a step back, um, we had our first um, our first child, myself and my partner, and um, Bobby, so, um, yeah, a lot changed then, Rory. We, um, you know, I, I wasn't involved in the dogs as much as I would have liked to be, but, you know, I suppose, like to say, life doesn't always go the way you planned, and um, I certainly wouldn't change anything in it anyway. Um, you know, I have two two kids here now with the minute, Bobby and Lucy, and, you know, two perfectly healthy kids that I'm, I'm very lucky to have, and, you know, a great partner there as well who who supports me in everything I do. And, yeah, like, at the time, it was more difficult because I was up here um, in Kildare and she was actually, she's originally from Ennis. So we were actually apart at the time, so we were kind of travelling up and down and we were looking for a house and, you know, we were we were looking to rent, which was harder. You know, we, we, we were on the lookout and, as you know, like, rent at the minute isn't easy, so... It was tough try- between trying to find the place and I suppose come to terms, coming to terms with having a new baby around, or being our first. Everything was sort of new to us, so I kind of had to put the, the dogs to one side for a while until things got a little bit more settled. But uh, like I said, it's I'm, I'm very lucky to be, you know, to to have two great kids there and a, and a great partner, and we have a house here now with the minute that we're renting, and you know things are going well at the minute. Thank God.
0: And would the dream still be to get into uh, training full-time?
1: Yeah, 100%. Um, At the time when I was in retail there for a few years, I couldn't really get working dogs. And, um, you know, like I said, I was still involved and we had a few home or whatever. But I started working retail and, you know, it wasn't what I wanted. But the dream for me has always been been to someday take out a trainer's licence. And and that will never change. You know, I remember being in school in third year and I knew then, you know, I remember saying after third year, once the junior starts done, you know, I want to leave and and, and go into the dogs and I suppose if I had a pushed enough, the parents might have let me, but I, I kind of decided to go on and, and finish school, you know, never had an interest in going to college or it was just dogs, 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 that's all it was. Um, like I say, where I am at the minute, I wouldn't be in... You know, it, it, it it's hard, I suppose, to, to to you know to take out a license. You, you need that slice of luck, you know. You probably need a dog there to put you on the map, or you know, a few owners there to to maybe give you a chance starting off. And I haven't had that yet, but you know, I'll, I'll keep tipping away myself for now. And you know, I've 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 a few friends there now. You know, I've a great bunch of friends there as well, and they're interested there in getting a syndicate together. So I'm actually on the lookout for for a dog at the minute for for them. So, you know, hopefully in, down the line there, maybe a few weeks or months down the line, we'll we'll get a little dog together. But that's definitely the dream anyway, Ori. That'll never change. Um, whether it'll happen or not is another thing, but but we'll certainly be um, doing the best anyway down the line to try and make it happen. And, you know, we'll see what happens.
0: And as we said, you're kept very, very busy at the minute with the two kids, Bobby and Lucy. And you're also doing um, quite a lot of work media-wise as well. And you have your own website, Dylan.
1: Yeah, that came about um, not that long ago, actually. Um, like to say, the retail thing, to be honest, I got to a stage in life where I was just, I was a little bit unhappy in myself. And, um, you know, I, like I say, I was working a job there I didn't really like. And I ended up going to have a chat with someone anyway. And they kind of opened opened my eyes up a bit more as to you know you know greyhounds is, is what I want and it's certainly what I want to be involved in whether that be training or, or the, another side of it but but that's that's where I want to be and that kind of gave me the idea you know I was always asked kind of growing up what you're going to do when you get older and like I said the, the answer was always the same you know I want to be a greyhound trainer and um, but I often got asked as well if that didn't work out what would you want to do and when I actually sat down the odd time to think about it I kind of thought well, the only kind of other interest I had was I did, I did all right in English and I kind of liked that side of things so it, that's you know recently then I kind of thought if I put the two and two together um you know I ended up I said I'd start blogging a bit um you know doing previews and stuff and before I knew it I had a website I kind of set up a website and to for myself and I said I'd soldier on with it anyway and so yeah, I basically just cover previews on that of, of the big open races. Like at the minute there, I I, I do a preview of the the juvenile derby in, in Shelburne each week in the Laurels and Cork. Um, I got I was lucky enough to get uh, two interviews there in the the week of the derby final with with Jack Buckley and and Davy Byrne. You know Jack who bred uh sing along Sally, obviously his dad and um, Pat Reinder and and Davy is is part of the Pillar Syndicate who had little uh, thing. So they were kind enough to to do an interview for me for the website, and um, again we've sold with that it keeps me busy and 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 it keeps me happy, you know, doing something that that I enjoy. And like I say, I'm I'm also doing the write up the report for you, which is a Friday night there for the local paper. So um, yeah, handful at the minute, but but thankfully in in, in a good way, you know, it's 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 going well, and and I'm enjoying it. So that's the main thing, I suppose.
0: Yeah, it's all about tipping away with the media because the more you do, it'll attract more work.
1: Yeah, exactly, that's it. Like, it's just, you know, I probably never forgive myself if I look back. It's, you know, if, if you'd, no one knows what, what the future's going to hold. and You know, yeah, you, you just give it a go, you know. You you, you go all in, and, and that's pretty much what I'm doing at the minute. And, you know, hoping something comes of it, you know. Hoping, you know, a job might come of it or it might fall into the right hands and, you know if it does well and good and if it doesn't at least you know I look back with no regrets you know I look back and I say well look I gave it a go anyway and you know it didn't work out you know it would be worse if you didn't do anything and you look back then down the line and, 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 and said to yourself you know Jase I could have done this or I could have done that so you know we'll we'll like I say we'll soldier on with it anyway it's, I'm enjoying it at the minute and it doesn't feel like work really when you're doing something you enjoy, and, and and I haven't had that really for a long time since I suppose since I finished up with Fraser. So it's nice to be in that mindset again too.
0: And what's the name of the website?
1: Uh, it's um it's all things Greyhounds. It's www.greyhoundchatter.com dot greyhoundchatter com. Um, so like you say, at the minute it it's you know it's there's really only a home page and blogs on it at the minute. Uh, I'm still kind of coming to grips with trying to trying to expand a little bit more and, and, and maybe add something more to it um, you know it, it's a pretty simple you know it's a basic website really like I said when I set it up it was it wasn't really set up to to actually have a website it was just maybe to get you know a few blogs going but you know it was the first time doing it so like I said I've known to myself it's up a website so I just decided to soldier on with it and um, you know it's previews there at the minute and and um you know, hopefully down the line there'll be a few more interviews and I'll probably work on something then towards coming to the end of the year I'll probably work on something in terms of like, you know, 10 to follow next year or something like that. I'm always thinking to hopefully come up with something new.
0: Well, as we know, the greyhound industry is a wonderful industry and what state do you think it's in at the moment, Dylan?
1: Yeah, I I, I think it's going in the right direction now, Rory. Um, You know, it's, you know, there seems to be a lot more younger people involved. You know, a lot more younger trainers out there now. Um, you know, there can always be more done. There's no doubt about that. That's, no matter how well things are going, there's always more to, you can do. Um, you know, I, I've always thought, you know, perhaps, you know, going back to... The, you look at the horse racing here, local to me, um, you've got race there to get young people into that. And, you know, it'd be nice if, if, if something down the line, you know, I know it might be any time soon but but some it'd be nice if someone down the line could come up with something to get more younger people involved um but you know in terms of where it is now i think it's going in the, in the right direction compared to what it was a few year ago where you know i remember thinking at one stage you know i remember even saying to myself you know even though like i said they always had dogs but i remember saying to myself at one stage you know it's it's nearly you know it's might not be ideal now might be things aren't going that well it mightn't be an ideal industry to be in you know especially when you're only you know small like myself who's you know you're only in it for a bit of sport and that and and, you know it was, it was just it was tough you know it was tough there at one stage you know prize money wise but, but it's picked up a bit and I think it's going in the right direction anyway or you know the calibre of dogs out there now as well like Looking at the juvenile derby there Saturday night in Shelburne, like, I can't remember a semi final line up like it, you know. Um, even the derby final, you know, the calibre of greyhounds around now are, are just incredible. Like, you know, you look at the likes of singers Long Sally there who went off a double price, double figure prices there in the derby. Like, that just tells you the calibre of dogs that were in it and that's around. And, like I said, the fact that there's younger people in the game now, younger trainers coming through, you know, it's, it's certainly heading in the right direction anyway.
0: And you mentioned those younger trainers coming through and the amount of success they're having is unbelievable.
1: Yeah, it is. You know, it's 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 it is, it's mighty like you, you have the likes of um you know, uh, Mark Donovan there and um you know, they've had a brilliant year. You know, a young trainer, you know, you've you've you know, you've Robert Gleason, and, um you know, Jamie McGee's doing really well there, uh, since he took since he got his licence. You know, even the likes of Pat Gilfile there, you know, Pat seems to be around a, a good while, but he's still only a young man himself. And, you know, local to me there then as well, you know, someone who I grew up with as well um, around Newbridge is, you know, Sean Conway. He, he has his license out now and, you know, he's flying it there. He's he's having winners in Newbridge there nearly every week. And he had a good winner in Shelburne there two weeks ago on 28-25. Um, and he's another winner Friday night gone in Shelburne. So it, it's great to see these lads that, you know, around the same age as myself that you know, you kinda grew up with, you know, that are that are doing well now and but that's what it's all about. It's getting fresh blood into it. You know, not that they're you know, them lads have been involved in the game for a long time as well. It's I suppose they're just at a stage now where they were ready to take out their license. But it's great to see them, like you say, being successful. You know, they're not just you know, they don't just have a license there and they're tipping away and getting the odd winner, you know, they're they're getting good winners and you know, at the top level there and you know, it's great to see it so it is.
0: I'm sure you'd agree with me, the future is bright.
1: It is, it's bright and um hopefully it continues, like I say, to go in the right direction. It's an unbelievable sport, you know, I'm very lucky to be involved in it. I, I you know, I couldn't imagine life without it now, to be honest. You know, it's it's something else, you know, it's it's a great sport to be involved in and you know, it's funny, it doesn't take it doesn't take long now for, for anyone to get hooked on it. You know, a friend of mine there come over to um to gallop a few of the pups we have around the field there the other day. And um, you know, since since he's been since he's come over, you know, you can already tell he's involved in it already. He's actually come and trailing with me now Saturday morning and, you know, he can't wait for that. So like you say, it doesn't take long to be around him to get to get hooked on it. You know, it's it's a brilliant sport, so it is.
0: Listen, Dylan, thanks for taking time out to join us on this week's podcast. Can I wish you the best of luck? I hope to see you with your trainer's license shortly, and uh, we'll keep an eye out on your blog and media work.
1: Thanks very much,
0: Rory. Thanks for having me. That's it for this week on On Track with Talking Dogs. My thanks once again to Dylan, and my thanks to you as always for listening. My name is Rory Burke,
1: inviting you to join me again next week for a brand new On Track with Talking Dogs podcast.